Can parents take back their schools from radical leftists? I'm here today with Rebecca Ricks of Florida Moms for America and Chip Moore with TPUSA Faith. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth. Worldview Truth. On March 28th, over 500 parents converged on a Florida school board to demand that pornographic material be removed from the school libraries. This battle has been going on for over two years when a small number of concerned citizens addressed this very issue with the Marion County Florida School Board. They demanded that they remove the pornographic material from the school libraries, but to no avail. In fact, the board voted to remove some books from the middle school, but leave these books in the high school. Now, these books I'm referring to under Florida statute, they meet the threshold of distributing pornographic materials to minors. This was reported to be one of the largest numbers of parents to show up to a school board in the state of Florida. Organizations got together such as Florida Eagle Forum, Moms for America, TP, USA Faith, Tea Party groups, and Republican organizations. I want to take a few minutes to let you listen to what parents actually had to say. This is about Florida statute 847.012 that actually the governor's office identified as the distribution of obscene materials distributed to minors. <coughs> a minor is identified as one who is under 18 years of age. The statute goes on to explain books and materials where they're printed that describe sexual conduct, sexual excitement, sexual battery, or other types of sexual abuse, and explains the distribution of material on school property. And it goes and says this, and I quote, any, any person violating any provision of this section commits a felony of the third degree. And then in the ninth, the last part of the statute, it says this, the sheriff and state attorneys shall vigorously enforce this section within their respective jurisdiction. That's what I'm talking about tonight. Some of the people of the school board has known that some of this graphic sexual content is in the high schools. I know that because it was voted on a couple years ago. This content, this content meets and exceeds the threshold of obscenity to minors. Let me be clear. This is not the parent's job to go mining for felonious activity. This is the responsibility of the school board to do that. One of the books was identified nearly three weeks ago was as obscene material was this book right here, Flamer. It was identified in a press conference by the governor almost three weeks ago. This book right here, Flamer. The reason everybody's here today is because you were given two years to get the job done and it's still going on. Thomas Jefferson said, the Bible is the cornerstone of liberty. Perusal of the... Uh, um, perusal of the sacred volume will make us better citizens, better fathers, better husbands. The practice of morality being necessary for the well-being of society. He that takes care to impress the precepts of indelibly on the hearts that they shall not be effaced by the subtleties of our brain. Abraham Lincoln said, it is our duty of nations as well as men to own the dependence upon the overruling power of God and to confess their sins and transgressions in humble sorrow, yet with assured hope that genuine repentance will lead to mercy, pardon, and recognize the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scripture. All proven by history and those nations openly are blessed whose God is the Lord. Both these men of our country's history and leadership, the Founding Fathers, we see that the Bible is the focal point of morals, liberty, and blessing. 
However, in 1963, the public readings and recitations were removed from the school. The Bible which teaches, Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery, which, which was under question. The Bible that teaches that God made men in his image and his likeness, and we were all one flesh and one blood. He created them man, male and female. That is offensive. But we as a society, apparently as Christians on a school board, are okay with graphic, explicit, porno pornographic material to be shed in the same schools that won't allow the reading of God's word. Board, God doesn't change. God's truth doesn't change. The morals doesn't change. And even Jesus Christ, our Savior, even uh, explained that he has protection of children. At one point, this was common knowledge. We did whatever we could to protect children. We as parents, we, we were supposed to protect the minds, the innocence, the morals. However, we now have school boards and schools that are okay with sharing explicit, filthy information with minors. Even Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Google have parental controls. They have warnings and boundaries that would prevent minors from seeing such material. But where are the checks and balances? You say that you have them, but they're still there. Where is the same concern for the hearts and the eyes of our children? We are more concerned about preventing God's truth and morals to be excluded while the inappropriate sexualization of minors and to the minors is promoted and readily accessible. Where are our priorities as a school board and when will, we, when will we protect our children? Knowing that our children are the future of our nation. I'm here to point out another book. The book is named Damsel, written by Elena Arnold, and right now it's available at Bellevue, Donnellan, Lake Weir, and Westport High Schools. So that tells me children as young as 13, 14 would be reading it. It promotes and normalizes explicit sexual content, including sexual conquest, sexual assault, sexual battery, sexual nudity, as well as the use of vulgar profanity and slang, all in a setting of romance. These books already mentioned, including this one. Well, this book is still present in Dunelm High School, Forest High School, Lake Weir High School, and Vanguard High School, and this was as of yesterday on the catalog, the search website. So, so I, I don't want to read right from this book, but I, the summary is the book explains, you know, explicit sexual activities, including child rape and abuse, drug abuse, violence, alcohol use, and adult and child prostitution. Um, and again, if we look at the statute, it's in violation, and obviously a student under the age of 18, this, this statute applies. So that I found the hate you give. Uh, written by Angie Thomas. Uh, this is basically a racist manifesto. It promotes hatred based on skin color, designed to incite division and violence against law enforcement, encourages, incites readers not to riot and destroy cities and businesses, sexually explicit and vile profanity, and I will not do that because uh, our attorney said no profanity allowed tonight, uh, but the N-word repeatedly used the S word, the A word, uh, and it goes on and on. Four books, and uh, those four books were read by uh, a board of people and found to be pornographic under the state law. That state law specifically states what is pornographic. And for 14 years, we tried to get a law passed that made it a, a felony or at least a misdemeanor,
to arrest people who put these books in our Thank you for this opportunity to speak to you, and I'm speaking as a man of God who believes the Bible and believes in our founding documents. And I challenge you all today with these words from Scripture that says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. You're there to represent us because you're in charge of our children that we send into the schools that you all over are over. Discuss uh, all the problems that we all know of about some of these books that are in our Marion uh, county public schools. Um, most books that have been reviewed by parents and grandparents don't compare to those by the classical authors mentioned by one of our earlier speakers. The books presented here tonight will show that many of these books are nothing more than how-to manuals exposing our children to sexual experiences of all kinds. Um, I had picked out several passages from this book. It is called Red Hood. It is also by Elena K. Arnold, and it is presently in Vanguard High School and Westport High School. I <laughs> had to catch myself as to whether I should actually read any of these passages because they are truly pornographic. They go into explicit detail about how to remove someone's clothes, how to put on a condom, how to uh, pleasure somebody, how to uh, hide the evidence. So this is just a little excerpt of what's actually going on, not just in Marion County, Florida school system, but schools across our nation. This afternoon, we have Rebecca Riggs, who is a state director for Florida Moms for America. And also we have with us Chip Moore, who is a Citrus Regional Manager for TPUSA Faith. Good afternoon. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> what I want to do is um, there has been a, a major concentration, and I honestly think it's a realization, the COVID epidemic, that parents are beginning to realize what their children are learning in schools. And as a result of that, I, I'm seeing a lot of parents coming extremely concerned on their children's education, not just the academics, but the philosophies and what's being taught in the school. And I want to go ahead and start with you, Rebecca. I want you to kind of give your view, uh, especially with your organization, Florida Moms for America, on what you see as the issues and, and some of the things that can be done to help resolve some of the major, major problems in the, in the public school system. Well, I think there's a lot of major problems in the public school system, from academic standards to, you know, religious teaching, things that we, we want our children to teach. And I, and I think that the first part of that is you can't regulate parent involvement. So at some point, we as parents, and, and I don't want to say this in a bad way, but we trust people to be the experts in their field. When I go to a doctor, I expect that doctor to be an expert in their field. They tell me what to do. We've kind of trusted the school to do that and then come to find out, they haven't always had our best interest or our children's best interest in mind. And I wouldn't say every single local teacher has that, but as it's gone along, things have happened in the school system and philosophies have been taught that might not have met up with our personal uh, moral code or standards that we have. So when, you know, in the 70s, when um, they took God out of school, a lot of people said, okay, peace out, I'm, I'm done. And Christian education was born. As a result, a lot of parents left. The really involved parents went to a private school where they could be involved. 
Is there a consorted effort in our public school system that is going on after the philosophy of our education system? Um, there's a lot of, of influences that I am starting to see that's, that's been there for a while. And, and what is your perspective on that? So I, I think you hit it right on the head when you said that COVID awakened a lot of people. Um, this this agenda or the agendas that are being pushed on our kids now, I, I don't believe it's new. I think that it's something that's been ongoing and it's been something that's been building, but parents are just now starting to realize that these uh, the narratives that are being injected into these schools are very much, uh, are more prevalent than any of us had ever imagined. And, you know, families, parents, just like Rebecca said, we have our values, we have our beliefs, and, and you know, we send our schools to be educated, to learn, reading, writing, you know, all the, all the, uh, all the basics um, that they're going to need in life, but we don't want them to be indoctrinated. What's been happening um, over the last few years is that indoctrination has slowly crept in, and it has taken a firm stronghold in some of these church, uh, some of these schools, um, to where now it's becoming a battle to get that removed. And uh, it, it, it's on the parents to stand up and say that we're not going to take this anymore. We have. We have a worldview of maybe a biblical worldview that we want to see instilled in our children, and it's not necessarily the school's job um, to indoctrinate that. That's the parent's job, but it's in the same token, these narratives that they're pushing, you know, transgender, um, the books that are in schools, those sort of things have just as much, you know, we, we don't need teachers teaching that to our students either because it goes against what the family believes at home. The, the other question is, what, what do we do about it? I feel like that that almost to the level that the schools are lost. I, I never thought in my lifetime that I would have to stand before a school board and argue issue with pornographic books, something that meets state statute that, that is considered pornographic books that are being offered and given to minors in a school system. But apparently that is a battle that has to be fought. So the question is this, is what do we do to fight this battle? What do we do to fight it? I mean, do we continue merging on these school boards and saying enough is enough, we've had it? What is, the, what is the, really the, the antidote to this? Well, I think, too, in, in when we're talking about it, that parents a lot of times were, as Christians, we were like, we're going to go to Christian schools. But here's the right. deal. A lot of people couldn't afford to go to private education. And the second thing is, what about the parents who don't know? I think there, that, that's the problem. It's, it's all that is needed for evil to triumph is good men do nothing. Since we know now, I feel like it's, it's almost wrong not to say something about it. Since we know, and, and for a lot of time, I can only speak for myself, I've stepped back and said somebody else will take care of it, or my kids aren't in the system. But isn't it all about protecting all, the, all children in the system? As, as parents, we know that there are other, other children, you know, it's protecting children in general those who can't speak for themselves. Do you think when, parents who don't know what's going on? Do you think when parents took their kids out of public education, out of public schools, that it created a huge vacuum? And as a result that their parents that may not have been as involved in their children's education, uh, just didn't know. And now this is, this is, has, has grown into a monster. Well, I think it's, it's a couple different things. Number one, we, we, created uh, in Florida specifically, we have this, we had step up program that started 20 years ago, 
where people became more dependent. Uh, back in the 70s, education was a privilege, not a right. And now parents, or even Christians, everyone views education as a right that we get from the government. So if you have to pay extra for it, um, you know, that's hard in our economy. So we've created, we've created a monster. We've created a monster with it. And yes, the public schools have more resources. And that's always been a, another thing. I mean, you know, if you really want to take an effective calculus class, you want someone who's got a degree in calculus. Well, that's a very narrow amount of people. So we sent our kids back to public school for maybe academic success, which really wasn't Christians got we got sucked into that philosophy that we had to go to college. There was a whole push for a generation of kids that had to go to college. And in order to go to college, we had to reach certain academic standards. And some of that could only be done through the public school. We didn't realize that the public school was telling our kids crazy things until they went to college and became very liberal because they had less of an influence on us. So is it broken? Yes. Can it be fixed? I don't know. But there's nothing wrong with us standing there and trying to plug the hole. You know what I mean? Like, right. at least here's helping some. We will be right back. Worldview Truth. This is Randy Osborne. I want to introduce to you a new podcast called Worldview Truth. Worldview Truth discusses conservative issues and battles that are important to you that you will not hear on mainstream media. Please follow, like, and share worldview truth with randy osborne thank you and god bless worldview truth chip let me ask you a question short term and long term Um, i know that you have been very active all over the state as well as you rebecca on on education i mean education is apparently the the issue right now in florida and, and it is across the country. It's not just in Florida. You see all kinds mm-hmm. of things happening. You've got, you know, you have the FBI, you know, investigating parents that, that call out school boards. So short term and long term, wh- what do you see as a, as a way that we can, we can make a difference and actually uh, make some progress in fixing this issue? So one thing that I, I, that I would like to say is a lot of this with the school boards, um, People are just not aware of the school board members' politics because they're supposed to be nonpartisan, right? They're they're not supposed to have a voice one way or the other. And I think up to now, up until very recently, people were just overlooking that because there's a school board, right? They're they, they're supposed to be a body that would have our best, our children's best interests at heart. And you know, going to these meetings, these parents have been awakened, but to continue to go to the meetings over and over, like you, know, you were at the meeting in uh, Marion County, I was at a meeting in Orange County yesterday, you know, the definition of insanity, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, but in, in, in reality, you're getting the exact same thing. The only way to really and truly break this down and to fix this is for people, especially parents and grandparents, to become civically engaged and engaged in not only the governor's race or the president's race, but also what's happening with these school board members. You know, you need to, we need to seek out and find these school board members that speak our language that are, that are understanding that the place, uh, the things that need to be happening in the school is the education of the kids, not the indoctrination of the kids. You know, Charlie Kirk, our founder, uh, founder at Turning Point USA, 
you know, he, he began this institution because of what was happening in colleges and in high schools. And it was because of something needed to change. Well, that's something that needs to change is we need to change the school board members. And the only way that parents can do that, you can go to a school board member, a school board meeting. I highly encourage it. Speak your mind, voice your opinion, tell them what's going, uh, what you believe. But the only really way to affect the change is to vote somebody out and vote somebody else in. And that's not going to happen all by itself. It doesn't happen by magic. It takes work. It takes support. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. Can I also say a lot of parents say it doesn't affect them. But, you know, homeschoolers are underneath the public school system. So if you register with the county as a homeschooler, which which is what a true homeschooler is, you register with the county, then you are underneath that school board. And there are rules and regulations underneath that. In Polk County, and I'm not a huge county, we have about 600,000 people in our county, Um, we have seven people that work full-time for home education. Seven. So, you know, that's that's full-time. So you have to remember, if you are a homeschooler or everyone, it does affect us. We don't know what way it affects us, but I, I feel like people don't get involved until it hurts them right. in their back pocket. Right. The other thing that I see is on these school boards that I don't think that they've ever been held accountable um, until recent times. And I think that I think you're right. In the way I do think we need to continue going to these school boards and and holding these these school board members accountable. But I do think also I agree with you, Chip, that that long term that we have got to start replacing these school board members. We have got to start replacing them with people that's got the same ideologies as we do. I think it is a problem that parents aren't involved in their children's education. I think that's a major, major problem. Rebecca, you are, um, you are with Florida Moms for America. Can you tell me a little bit about that organization um, and what y'all do how, and how to get involved in that? And do you have to be a mom to get involved well, our, in it? <laughs> you don't necessarily have to be a mom to get involved in it. Um, of course, we, you know, we, we target moms. It's called Moms for America because uh, we think that every issue is a mom issue. So not just parental rights, um, everything affects our moms and affects our homes. You know, the mom is the heart of the home, and the home is the heart of of the community. So if you can reach your home, you can reach your community. And, you know, a lot of times moms moms are the ones who see it firsthand. We're involved more in our children's education. We're the ones who are helping with homework. Um, We're more hands-on with our children, um, just as the way that it is, but just the way it flows. Uh, so, you know, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So moms really have a power <laughs> to influence our husbands, other people to get involved with that. It, that's what our organization does. We look at issues and say, okay, this is affecting me at home. How can I fix it? And I personally like to think that um, it's almost a calling. I would even, even yeah. go so far to say it's a calling from God that legislation is the way we can do it to ensure our rights. I think people, principles, not people, are where we're going to um, eventually do it. So if we can fix legislation, whether it's locally and our city and our state, uh, our city and county, that's why school boards are so important. A lot of powers are given to the school board. Fix it in your own county, then it can go up to the state. Or the state mandates that the county fix it, we are the ones who are supposed to hold their feet to the fire to make it happen. So that's what Moms for America does. We, we're involved in legislation for lots of different things on a state and county 
uh, level here in Florida. And we really want to make sure that you at home are making are having the things done that we you want. If you're seeing it hurt you at home, um, there's probably a law or regulation that we want to try to fix it. So it's Florida Moms for America, www.flmomsforamerica.com, or on Facebook, Instagram, all the places. Gotcha. All the things. Okay. And Chip, tell us a little bit about TPUSA and Faith and um, how they can get involved, exactly what y'all do, and then um, give us some, some information of how that they can get in contact with you. Absolutely. So I am the Citrus Regional Manager for TPUSA Faith. Uh, we are a division of, like I said, Charlie Kirk's organization, Turning Point USA. Uh, and we are solely and completely on a mission to empower uh, equip and engage Christians to get out of the uh, pew and take their biblical worldview and go and vote. Uh, Christians, believe it or not, less than 20% of them actually go and vote, and a lot of them don't vote their worldview, uh, their biblical worldview. So we encourage and we um, uh, train uh, Christians. We have classes that we can provide on biblical citizenship, um, what it means to be a Christian and in this world of government, of what Christians' roles are, um, and it, it is, in fact, you know, uh, God expects us as Christians to go vote. And uh, we, we work with pastors, we work with churches um, to support that same mission, um, to get more civically engaged. Uh, there's a lot of pastors out there that um, don't talk about politics in their church, and the Bible's full of examples of, of where pastors should be engaging their con uh, congregations with messages about political issues. Um, and we, we have groups that we can set up for, um, uh, groups that we can set up as locally where they can uh, go and engage not only school boards, but city commissions, um, different sort of things uh, to where they could be an extension of TPUSA faith. And uh, the way we reach out to us is through the website, uh, tpusafaith.com. Uh, we have, uh, if you're in Florida, uh, if you want to look for our local Facebook page, we're TPUSA Faith Dash Citrus. Um, you can join the Facebook page there. We have lots of announcements, and uh, we just really want pastors and churches to get involved and engaged uh, to flip this nation because we are we are wanting to bring back biblical conservatism back to this nation. Can I just say, whenever you say that, Chip, it always makes me think of the the phrase, "Give me liberty or give me death." which Absolutely. is, uh, interestingly Absolutely. enough, set in a pulpit at a church. <laughs> so, Amen um, to that. Well, I think yeah. we have two awesome, there, so, awesome organizations that, um, I mean, moms, and we all know about moms. And then we have <laughs> the faith-based community. We cannot lose with those two organizations. I appreciate so much what you all do in this effort to fight, in this regard, uh, fight this radical, radical leftist ideology in our school system. So thank you all both for doing that, and God bless you. Well, thank you, Randy. Thank you. In closing statements, we as parents, as grandparents, and as taxpayers need to be, become intimately involved in education. Go to school board meetings. See exactly what they're doing. Start reviewing books. Become actively involved in our school system, and then start looking for candidates that would replace the radical school board members on your school board. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth. God bless. 
worldview truth 